There's more than oh, one grave yeah. digger. Of course there is. No, it's a lie. There's more than one grave digger. And are we about to go into some like grave digger conspiracy? Maybe. Is this the spo- is this the spoiler that we have like we ruined the end of Inside, but we can't let the public know that Gravedigger's been more than one guy driving more than one truck. <laughs> there are multiple <laughs> Gravediggers. So much of my childhood was a lie. I thought there was just one. So imagine my like betrayal when I went to a monster truck rally and there was not one but two Gravediggers there. And they're like, yeah, I'm the dad that you drove the original and this is the original and this is the other one we have to have because Gravediggers Digger's so popular. And I'm like, no, there's only one, damn it! Well, I'll, I'll tell you a bit about that in a sec. But yeah, there was there was a whole internal story drama of when I went to actually go see it, which is kind of cool. Hold on. Internal drama is cool. This is These are not sentences I'm used to hearing side by side. I'm still mad there's more than one grave digger. <laughs> Did you ever own a bunny or a goldfish when you were younger that didn't I know they die. die. <laughs> my parents weren't monsters <laughs> but you need things to believe in and I chose to believe in Gravedigger and Gravedigger betrayed me is that what your personal religion's founded on Gravedigger the monster truck they he carry you to... to eternal salvation until he was a lie no no he's just, the, he's just one of the many physical forms that my pagan god chose to take in the mortal realm it's it's like the most gothed out monster truck possible. That just kind of makes sense. It's the cane from WWF of monster trucks. Which one is this one? Gravedigger still. We're not done yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm still feeling so, betrayed and vulnerable. Allow me to tell you about Monster Jam's internal story drama that, or the drama they like to do with, like, the show, Say, I guess. Sub-Zero in the current Mortal Kombat game is not the same one as in the first one, or the second one, or the one after that, or the movie. He may actually kind of be. Mortal Kombat 10 was really confusing. <laughs> A lot of people came back to life and then died and then got replaced and then brought back to life. And that, but that series is not afraid to have a guy come back, say he's someone, and turn out to not only be that he's not that person, but he was just some random person the entire time. The plot thickened. There is yes. a storyline like that with Sub-Zero. But so, the, the internal <laughs> drama of Gravedigger, Alex. Okay, so they like to do this like whole, like, they're really trying to push to replace Gravedigger as like the headliner for Monster Jam, from what I hear. Like, they've been trying for years, and they're pushing this... One truck, I think, I think, I think it's the Monster Energy truck or whatever. Um, or, yeah, there's some sort of weird, I think it's like called, oh yeah, let me see. Overkill Evolution. So, this truck is, meh, it's okay. Gravedigger obviously gets all the hype every single time you go. But yeah, it's really Gravedigger. Like, yeah, so, they had the freaking, um, was it, Max D was another one that they were going up against. Max D did pretty cool, and got defeated by the monster energy one and then they had um this one chick driver she drove she drove a truck called el toro loco that one, that's got bullhorns that one's kind of cool that yeah. one she's fucking good she got completely Stop fucking the first robbed. toro loco like it was <laughs> it was she she had like the first one at that event that day to do like a flip completely 
and like landed and didn't get all the damage and all that stuff. Shit. Truck was in good condition. She just is, she did a, she got like some of the best hang time there and barely like got points. And like the other guy did some lackluster shit and he like got put in second place behind fucking, uh, Gravedigger so they can go into the finals. I'm like, this is a lot of horseshit. Everyone was booing the results afterwards and it was great because the crowd wasn't buying that shit. They knew they were trying to rig it to like, oh yeah, we're gonna, we're really trying to push these guys to like, Win the the Max D Monster Energy truck, whatever one of those guys, but it's blatantly obvious because they had other trucks that were stupid good and they just didn't get ranked. So they tried to build up this whole internal storyline of like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go in this way, but no, the crowd doesn't fucking buy it. El Toro Loco shit. Oh, oh, oh no, what you're talking about is the issue with monster trucks, which is it's not just a straight competition. Someone's no. trying to run it like wrestling still, and it's like, no, just make some goddamn normal rules, and someone will be cooler than Gravedigger eventually. Like, I will mm-hmm. eventually be like, wait, it's no longer rigged? Yeah, fucking make it a monster truck now. What's it gonna be? A giant fucking skull, that's what. Like Gravedigger <laughs> used to be? Fucking yeah, like it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck safety! It's gonna be on fire the entire time. The fans will love it. Yeah, Agreed. and it was just like it was so just shit because you could tell that like oh yeah no it's they they landed a successful backflip it was stupid good and they only got like thirty six points when Monster Energy did shit for fucking competition and they ended up with forty Grave Digger forty four but like yeah I was so salty about that like man they fucking ripped her off yeah like, th- this is like WWE trying to push John Cena as the current like guy we should care about where it's like no we're bored of him and those of us that were big into the Attitude Era like me are never going to like Cena but like there's some other cool stuff you got going on. Like, push that. That new Japanese guy you picked up. He's kind of crazy and cool. The guy that was doing the curb stomp move. He was also kind of cool. Yeah, they just... It was so shitty, because people were so, like, disenfranchised yeah. by it. Towards, like, oh... No, it's why I had to stop watching. After I learned... Like, I always knew Monster Truck Racing was rigged. The issue was once I understood there had to be multiple grave diggers because people wouldn't go to the show without grave digger being there. I'm like, no, though, the point is you show up and maybe grave digger is there. Like, then you're like, holy fuck, grave diggers here. But no, if he's at every show, it's no longer special. Yeah. Like, I'm so, sorry for your childhood. <laughs> give El Toro time to shine where it's like, okay, no Gravedigger, but that bull truck did some cool shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. El Toro was fucking great and got ripped off. I was so salty about that shit. I think one of the monster truck jams I went to had like a um truck from Maine that was a giant lobster or something. And I'm oh like, fuck that truck. <laughs> that truck is awesome. Hello everyone and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 43. I'm Jeff or Invader Gurr and I am joined today by Charlie or Mordak or Miserable Bastard, whatever he's making as a gamer tag today, and <laughs> Alex, Sir Smiles a lot, or Aww. Maeve. Or Maeve it's the great online, juxtaposition yeah. that we put that we make here. It's the <laughs> we we have like the yin and the yang type thing. Except Does for I'm pretty sure one of these is more powerful. The two, Jeff, like you're a squiggly line that separates oh, my I, black I'm, soul. From I'm Je- Alex's like continued youth, uh, youthful <laughs> invigorment. 
I'm actually third wheel, but um, it was the dots. That I, yeah, the dots and the uh, squiggle. I'm I'm the awkward tangent that just kind of like holds you two together, but has some weird bonding characteristics. I don't know. Uh, all I know is that I'm a weak, frail creature that acquires others' body warmth to keep me alive, to maintain internal temperature. So I have to stay smished between you two. And the beard warmth just, you know, is <laughs> emanates more than enough power to keep me alive. We should do something for Movember next year. Oh, we I suspect should. Alex will kick both me and your asses at it, but it would be oh, funny. God, yeah. Like, pick a style and commit to it, like the chops or something. <laughs> My roommate will kick the shit out of me. <laughs> he always is doing, like, crazy things with his beard. It's great. Um... Which is something that no one who listens to this will ever know or see, at least most likely. Yeah. But um, my crazy tangent about my position in the world as a diminutive creature aside, how are you two doing and which one of you wants to go first on your weeks? <laughs> I didn't do much, so I can probably burn through mine pretty quickly. Sure. All right. I, I, I didn't play much. I, I, I deep dove back into um, Let It Die for some weird reason. And mm -hmm. I don't think I'll ever finish that game. I'll take it a little bit further, but that's a really good free-to-play game. That's that's a solid-ass game that I wish I'm like, fucking yeah, going all the way to the end with it. But mm -hmm. I just got you've to... got the um, it's got like the interesting like life spawn system, right? Yeah, it's it's got some stuff. I just got to the part where you can start raiding other people's like um, lobbies, and I've been really into that. <laughs> Mostly I've been using it to um troll people I know from Extra Life, just going and wrecking their shit and taking this their money. This guy named Ave Online, he never sees it coming. Do it like every single day, right? No, uh, me and Al <laughs> me and Alex both know a guy named Connor who like every day for the last week I've been showing up to wreck his main lobby and take all his money. <laughs> and then sending like my level thirty goons after his character in the game. Nice. <laughs> this like, is what this God. is what in-game currency is for, enabling this shit. Yeah, like, I, I'm literally leveling characters to send them after him, so it's possible he's encountered, like, he's, like, level two or three, and I've power-leveled three people to max base level just so I can send them into his game to hunt him down. Jeez. That is amazing. It is so good. The only way I could like this story better is if you somehow were able to get them to play Felice Navidad while they did it. Uh, it's not that yes. same person. Yes. That sounds like Let It Die a little bit, though. Like, there's got to be something like that in there. Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, no, it's, I I probably, probably I, if I was estimating, I probably can get, a, I'll probably get to level 15, maybe 20 of 40, and then I'll drop it because as much as I really enjoy what that game does well, it's like, eh, it's a little bit repetitive. I, I have other games that are run-based I'd rather put more time into, and, like, don't get me wrong, it's a really good game, and I want to see how it ends, but I'm not sure I have that type of time in my life for, like, that much of a commitment. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like I barely finished Dark Souls and Bloodborne, and that took, like, me sitting down and going, okay, you got the game facts in front of you, just power through. Like, I bounce off run games pretty quickly eventually, and as much as I really enjoy Let It Die, like, it's the everything I like. It's like, oh, I don't want to do that again. Why? I I like parts of this. Like, rating's super fun, but rating only gets you so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's that, that style. That style for that game's real good. Mm -hmm. 
Like when you go when you invade someone else's uh, base and then you come back and your place is like playing Japanese <laughs> speed metal because it's like fucking yeah you get it Suda Fifty One this is the correct entrance music. Oh my god, I've been this listening is... to a new Japanese band called the Gazette. Okay. And they do they have like this one song that starts out as like K-pop and then it just fucking blasts straight into metal. I'm like okay, I need more of this in my life. It's yeah, wonky and crazy. I... That sounds like something I should check out. <laughs> what was the name um, again? Gazette. Gazette. Is it spelled weird or just the way you expect it's it to be? It's spelled like the word for like a pop magazine. I'm huh. pretty sure it's one of those like, it's a thing we hate, so we named ourselves off of it to incur hatred. Fair. That does happen. Uh, so on top of that, I've been playing more of The Secret World. I, it's real Oh, weird. boy. Oh, this is what I woke up today to hear. Uh, it's it's real weird playing that game, so I can like like I restarted my character because I managed to fuck up my progression that hard. Did you? Um, Dusty. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's I, I hit a point where I couldn't start on a new, better weapon path, so I uh. it was it was faster just flat out restart, and like it's like no, it's just easier to do that kind of thing. But I'm back where I was and. Yeah, it it's it was like that's how badly my character was screwed up leveling wise, because it was like no no I'm back where I am and I'm barely out of the starting zone again. <laughs> that's how much I skill I fucked up the skill tree. Nailed it. Yeah, and you can transfer all the gear, so I did. I, it's I'm running a slightly different build, but yeah, it's it's real weird playing that game and not progressing the main story, but still leveling. So I'm like, nope, can't touch the main story that we've recorded so far, but I'm going to do every fucking side quest now. Yeah. Well, I was actually thinking about restarting myself. I was getting kind of lazy staying where I'm at. Although I do like shotgun, because shotgun is stupid effective. So I re-rolled shotgun. So that's the issue. That's what made me, because I'm like, I'm like, yeah, shotgun's actually kind of more of my play style. Like, shotgun sword is kind of something I like to play with. And the issue was specking into shotguns at the level I was at because the, um, not the skill points, the other ones, the action points or whatever they're called, the ability points, I yeah. cure them so slowly, I would take me forever to get gear or be able to use gear that was useful at my level for that stuff. It's like, no, no, you are kind of locked in now, FYI. Yeah. And because uh -huh. I diversified, I'd actually fucked myself over where it's like, no, your main weapons should be like rank five right now. They are rank two. It is why everything is just wailing on you. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking about actually, well, I was going to say shotgun, but go like shotgun chaos because apparently that's a thing. Well, so that's the thing. You haven't, you're not deep enough in, like you haven't like put weird amounts of points into other trees. Like, getting one going is easy. Getting, like, a whole new one when you're, like, deep into another one actually kind of fucking sucks. Oh, okay. Like, that's where, the, that's where the skill tree kind of falls apart, where it's like, I'm not far enough in the game that I'm, like, raiding and getting lots of these points. I'm far enough that I have to commit to something, and I don't like what I committed to. Ah. Yeah, so you'd be fine, because you've just dumped stuff into, like, the armor and the shotguns. Like, so getting Chaos back up and running would be easy. Okay. It was the fact that, like, yeah. yeah, I got points in uh, blood magic and pistols and machine gun and sword and hammer and, oh, God, I diversified too much too early. 
Nothing is high enough, and now I'm at a point where I don't gain the points required to get any of these things viable fast enough. Yeah, that'll do it then. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's the hole I was digging myself out of. So I, new character name. I I like this one more actually. Like part of it was like I kind of hated how my old character looked too. I'm like, this isn't right. <laughs> but yeah, I. Mostly yeah, it's no. been a week since the last time of me buying stuff I hate buying. <laughs> like, I, as much as I love gaming peripherals, I hate doing the research on mice and keyboards where it's like, just tell me what the best fucking mouse out there right now is. Well, if you're looking for, just fucking tell me what the best mouse is. I don't care. Like, just break it down into the, it's like, well, if you're looking for a budget item, there's this one, but it's kind of shit. What's the best one? If money is no object, what's the best one? <laughs> Start there and work your way down. Like, give me the $1,000 gaming mouse, and I'll go, that's insane. What can I get for $50? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, the market's pretty, like, crazy now with all the peripheral shit. Everything glows now. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm a sucker for the glowy shit, but, you know... I'll splurge the extra money for a good I, mechanical keyboard. I, I went, remember when I got my first LED-powered fan in my computer case, an acrylic-sided computer case, and then I realized how much I fucking hated it because if I left my computer on overnight to run updates or something, my whole room glowed fucking green. <laughs> I learned the lesson on that one. <laughs> yeah, like, it's... I am surprised that, like, I would pay Razer more money if they would take the fucking glow out of my mouse. No. Oh. All right, then you want a death adder. I have a death adder. It's not wireless. <laughs> they make one. Oh, fair enough. I I bought a different mouse on them because it's got MMO buttons on the side. And it's kind of awesome. I, Yeah, I've, I've played with the settings, so it's like the lowest the light is possible. And it's like, I don't want it to pulse. Pick one fucking color, and that color should be off or, like, white. Yeah. And barely actually, on. It may have been they renamed it the Mamba. I don't uh, know. But if you get one that doesn't say Chroma on it, it's not going to do all the flashy, or, well, it shouldn't do all the flashy stuff. because I had to get a Chroma. Chroma to get the mouse I wanted, it only came in Chroma. Nope. Sorry, bro, it's going to flash. Yep, oh, it does. It's sitting next to me glowing, and I'm like, I hate you so much. <laughs> it's like a lava lamp I didn't want. It's going to wind up like uh, Doom 3 duct tape mod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Black spray paint mod. Black spray paint mod. Shh, hey, that bitch. was what, uh, when I bought my uh, laptop back in the day. Um, I haven't had a, or I currently have a laptop, but it's a piece of steaming pile of shit. Um, I bought a laptop when they were doing the like live aid, like, um, Africa relief program. Okay. And if you got a laptop in like a specific color red, they donated a hundred dollars. Okay. And I was like, okay, sure. I'll do that. And then I proceeded to spray paint the laptop black. Yep. <laughs> it was my first order of business. Well, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Fixed. It's like, I did my good deed, and and now you look like what I want you to. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Now, on top of buying fun computer stuff, I also bought shoes for the first time in a decade. Uh -oh. What? I don't buy shoes very often. 
So how well are you coping with the fact they are not perfectly formed to the exact shape of your foot? Because that uh, always that takes I'm, me a while. That I'm fine with because the pair of Vans I had to replace, I got to throw at a Vans employee and have them go, we haven't made this shoe in like a decade. And I got to smile and go, I know. <laughs> I <laughs> wish you like would. It. <laughs> the, uh, I'm going to say... Because I play drums, like, every time I put on a pair of shoes that I haven't just, like, worn into the earth and doesn't have literally, like, individual toe inserts be- from wear, abuse, and love, sure. like, oh, it feels so weird. Flat. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, Set yeah, it no. Like it, but the old it, one has a hole that goes straight through the pavement. I want it back, though. I, I bought <laughs> new ones because the sole on my shoes was starting to leak water whenever I walk through wet grass, and it's like, you're no longer performing the way you're supposed to. It's mm-hmm. time for new ones. Me at the van store. I want these. What do you have that's like that? We haven't made that in a decade. Do you know how much those shoes are worth? Shoe collectors would... Fuck you, what's like it? <laughs> well, if we have these. In, like, leak, if they weren't leaking, they'd be worth something. I don't pretend to know anything about the world of shoe collectors. Well, the only shoe I would consider actually going to collect, per se, would be the uh, the the Nike self-lacing shoes that they had promoted for a while, the Back to the Future ones, and that's it. Yeah, it's, I have the same reaction I have to gaming peripherals that I have to shoes, where it's like, just sell it to me in black... No reflection, nothing frilly. Like, I need it to work. I need it to fit in my hand. I want to do exactly what I want. Mm. No, but this Mm. one comes like a bright pastel Hawaiian print on the inside. My foot goes in there. Why is the inside of the fucking shoe (laughs) painted? My hand goes over the glowy bit on my mouse. Why does it glow? (laughs) Because it looks fucking cool, bro. When it's just sitting there, being like, I'm not being used. Look how cool I am when nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. It's because yeah. you can't get a half-decent lava lamp as easily anymore. I, yeah, you can. I lied. They're at Target now. I I'm amazed that they're there, but they're back. there. I saw them there the other day when I was Christmas shopping. They're retro. I guess. I, I legitimately don't know who's buying them. I know one person, unless, Char- I mean, Charlie's probably about to tell me he's got one stashed away somewhere because you have some one of every crazy dumb thing. Nah, I don't own a lava but, lamp these days. I These tricks, days, but you did. <laughs> I tricked someone into drinking my last one. <laughs> nice. They were uh, very I knew, drunk. I knew one person, I've known one person throughout my life who's owned one, yet they're still sold. I... I if you're into the love lamp lifestyle, man, you are into that lifestyle. You need like nine of them. No room is complete without a love lamp. To say, I'm not so sure of that. I'm pretty sure that once you buy one, it's good for the next fifty years. <laughs> I want one of the giant. If anything, ones. the older and retroier, the better they are, aren't they? I want one of the giant ones that's considered a bio spill if it ever cracks and leaks. <laughs> One you have to inform the EPA if you break like, it. Like one you could hide a human body in or something, yeah. <laughs> Dissolves it. Yeah. That's what that goo going up and down is. Soylent green. Something like human sludge. Human sludge. Bile. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's. I've also been half-jokingly... like I, I, 
that's basically it for my week. I've been playing lots of Let It Die, some Secret World, and I bought stuff I hate buying. But I made myself feel better by um, I in the process to go buy things I hate buying. I drove by a place that specializes in bomb shelters. Ooh, and what? <laughs> they are called Atlas Survival Shelters. They have a fucking website. That features the word bomb-nado on it. Bomb-nado? Which is a word I didn't know I needed in my life until I saw it. I'm like, I need to be prepared for a bomb-nado. Is that one word or two? It's one. It's a bomb-nado, man. No, I mean, NATO is the, like, yeah, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. <laughs> it's bomb-nado as in a tornado. It's carrying bombs, motherfucker. Okay, as opposed to prevent peace. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I honestly can believe both. Well, so we haven't had a check-in on my kind of, like, attempts to buy a house horror stories. But, like, I know how big the yard is for that place. So I started specking out what bomb shelters they offer. I could, in theory, bury in the backyard. I'm like, yeah, this feels like something I should pursue. <laughs> the new something we can do this recording space will also be a bomb shelter. Be underground. What the fuck, this is a real thing. This is totally a real thing. They have like a fucking sign. It's like we sell bomb shelters. And I'm like, no, you don't. I'm going to your website. Got home. Holy shit, this is a real company. The r- shit got the realist. I. Yeah. The d- yes. And I cannot stay away from their website. We're like, the options, I'm like, cement feels too stupid and too paranoid. But these variable tubes they're offering, that seems like something I could get into. And then they have, like, the four-family underground compound thing that I'm like, that is dumb. But if I owned a giant stupid amount of land, I would totally get one of those. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck so, houses. does this company have wish list functionality on their website, or are you do, just actually. screenshotting? How 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 are you managing this? Because I know how you roll. I I just window shopping right now, but like just window they, shopping. They sell survival pods and stuff. And I kind of want a survival pod. <laughs> do they sell like bug out bags? I was, I don't or, need you more say? bug out bags. <laughs> This couch is a bug-out couch. Picks up couch, runs away, opens couch. Couch has shotgun, shovel, and other, like, supplies inside. I They have I reached my, concrete construction ones. Yeah, I... So, I... Have we made enough floor knife jokes on this thing yet that people understand what a floor knife is? Uh, we've never talked about your floor oh, knives. Oh, my floor knives? Nope. The, the fact it's not possible to go, like, 50 feet in my apartment without encountering a floor knife... Oh, no. Which is just a knife on the floor. So I now have couch knives, and I found this out you by need a accident. Vacuum. <laughs> so I found that I had couch knives, and I reached my hand to my couch to try and find my TV remote and pulled, like, three knives out of my couch. I'm like, I really have a problem. But couch <laughs> knives, apparently. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice. But, yeah, that's that's been my week, mostly. And I'm expected to fucking follow that. <laughs> it's always a danger to go after me. You never know what crazy I found. <laughs> All right. Go for uh, it. Are you good, Charlie? Or yeah. shall I try to follow that shit? Go for it. 
I'll do it if you like. <sighs> you buying no, bomb cool. shelter stock? <laughs> About to shit. Like, you never know you wanted one till you found a place that will sell you one, and you're like, how have I been living this long without a bomb-proof cement barricade? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? This is a thing. Like, <laughs> what is I'm just shocked at the fucking website. Like, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm just like... How have I not put at least ten inches of concrete between me and the outside world? Exactly! What has the outside world done for you that you haven't made an impervious capsule for yourself to defend yourself against it? Oh, wow. These things are much ritzier than I was anticipating. Yes, they're very they're nice. nice. They are like high-scale Winnebago nice. And they've been in business since 1955. Which means After they've the sold war. more that than one. Like, which means they've sold more than one, ideally. Or they're just like, I don't know, some kind of inelastic good or something. <laughs> To some guy's passion. Someday I'll yeah. sell one. You are twenty inches or twenty feet underground, main entrance, concealed escape hatch. Wow, these are these are real blueprints that were made with real programs that generate blueprints. They are not made on they cocktail are the napkins. Realist. They're not fucking around. I like but how we're they a gaming the podcast. Some of these shelters. Uh, not today. Um, I, like, <laughs> I like how they've painted the outside of some of these for things that are supposed to be completely concealed in the earth. Yeah. Like, you could have a rave-colored one, and it would still be covered by several feet of dirt. Patent pending? Um, I don't know what your patent's for, but I'm a little terrified. All right, Alex, you were talking I... about a week. <laughs> Did you play any video games, Alex? This, yeah, sure. So, I just played Overwatch and Secret World because we shot our first episode of MMO Safari. Woo, new content. Yes. Yeah. Something, something returning content. Mwahahaha. Yes. So, I, did I upload it already? I think I did. I but... haven't checked since we talked, so I will get okay. on that after this. Uh, okay, so I kind of just hung out at home, didn't really do too much. Um, my big thing this week, or this past week, is I've been car shopping. So, I, I'm going to become a hippie and buy myself a hybrid-esque car. So, okay. Yep, yeah, but, um, played a, you know, a little bit of Overwatch here and there. I started dipping in the ranking, which, or the competitive league part, because it just, I've had some bad matchups, and man, my rank is fucking shot down, and I'm so bitter and salty about it right now. I'm Don't still tilt, gold, man. but like, yeah. So, um, other than that, else, not much else. I've been kind of just uh, keeping my eye out for anything new that catches my attention. But there's nothing in particular right now that I'm like super excited about. Um, I want to be excited about that they finally announced the release date for Injustice Two. But I bought it on PC. I bought Mortal Kombat X on PC. And remember how salty I yeah, was about that? Yeah, you got that? fucked pretty hard on that one. Royally fucked. So, I'm reluctant to fucking buy that right now. And, uh, Street Fighter V has been oh, kind of a wash. So, yeah. But other than that, I mean, just mainly Overwatch. I, I haven't even touched WoW in ages, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I was all excited about Legion. Like, I was super hype about it. So. 
Yeah, yep. it's we're in that slump where it, it's January. Some cool games come out soon, but like it's the time for like shit games and shit movies to happen. Like hell, the third Triple X movie comes out in mere weeks after this podcast <laughs> will go up. Yeah. Oh, and what else? Oh, still haven't seen Rogue One. Neither yeah. have I. It's time to move on to be excited for Triple X Three: The Return of whatever the fuck Vin Diesel's character's name was that they killed Xander? in the second one in a line of dialogue. Yeah, Xander's back, bitches. <laughs> I, I like how it's him. described <laughs> as Vin Diesel's character. Because <laughs> nobody knows what its fucking name is unless I mean, you like really like it. As opposed to just Vin Diesel, as the could've, answer. <laughs> they could have left his name Vin Diesel for that fucking movie, and everyone would have been like. It works. Yeah, it, it uh, would have worked. But his we name need a is bit, like we need Xander a badass Cage. name like uh, Vincent Diesel. Oh yeah, what, why don't we name him that? It's the name of the I, actor. Shit. I would love if it got that lazy where it's like Mister the Stone Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like the parody. Dwayne the Pebble Johnston. <laughs> the par- <laughs> It's the di- it's his, the discount version of him. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's him. They just can't use his legal name, so they use, like, some bullshit. Like, it's not technically your name. I can't believe it's not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah. But, yeah, other than that, not much else. That's why I said I'm a terrible person to follow Charlie after fucking bomb shelters. But... Not everyone lives in the weird maelstorm of crazy I live in, Alex. Like, you're here to normalize the fact that I'm, like, fucking researching bomb shelters. What up, week? I thought this was a slow week, and I'm, like, digging out trenches and living in fear of the apocalypse and being like, how do I make myself extra crazy? Let's go buy some shoes. That'll make me miserable. Huh. Bomb shelters, you say, highway sign. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. So we ready for me? So this is one of, uh, I now get to follow up with one of Charlie's favorite things, which is my insane D&D campaign. Fucking yeah, nerds at tables. Nerd time. (laughs) So the last. Is this the ninja or the other one whose name I can never remember, the drunk or something? It's the ninja, not the womanizing drunkard. Fucking Naruto is back! <laughs> Keep trying, Charlie. I'm keeping this alive. The joke will be true someday. Yes, it will. Um, <laughs> so what wound up happening is I missed the last session because I got to go watch the Bruins lose to the Toronto Maple Leafs, and it fucking sucked. And my other friend, the alchemist in the group, who is, tra- who is churning slowly into a raving alcoholic and complete nut job, I'm seeing it, it fits theme. his character very well, yes. Kind of a Rick from Rick and Morty kind of deal. Has no one heard of moderation in your D&D groups? No, moderation's <laughs> slow and boring. It makes for bad stories. Fair. Um, what is it? Because no good story started with a side salad? Um, it's true. This is why beer. Um, so, basically, the me and him, the explanation the GM gave is we caught paralysis, essentially. And so the group had to cart us around for the entire session, basically like tied to a tied to the mast of the ship. And every time they ran into like police or like, what's up with those two? Uh, nothing. They're just shy or something. <laughs> <laughs> they just had to so, walk so around not, with these. 
I gotta interrupt Go with ahead. a quick question. So they weekend at Bernie's your characters. I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know. Ah, damn it. That could have been an awesome um, reference. I but, haven't um, seen it either, so... But I know the premise. Get some culture, so. you two Luddites. <laughs> uh, I am proud of that term, thank you. Um, I take uncultured to a whole new level. Um, well, yeah, you're on a gaming podcast. Yeah, I know. You know, someone's going to have to actually look back at this at some point and go, that's what society was thriving off of. This they was the content of the media happen. that was consumed. What was the cultural inf- or going on at the time? Was it art? Was it music? Was it the romantic period? No, it was fucking gaming and cocooning. Um, so they basically spent the entire week having to deal with that they had to, one, bathe and change us because we didn't have control of bodily functions for the sure. entire session. And... We both were awoken, tied to the underneath of a carriage traveling through the desert. Okay. And the alchemist did not take kindly to waking up to this scenario. So he immediately gets out, drinks a potion of flight. Or no, he didn't immediately drink the potion of flight. He fucking charges the other carriage that everyone else is riding in and proceeds to try smoke bombing them and just unleashing his unbridled anger and throwing every single thing he has at them that doesn't cause explosion. And eventually they wind up, like, having to cast, like, it's like some giant or some spell that causes, like, tentacles to come out of the earth and pin everyone down. And he drinks a bottle of gaseous form and slips out of it, so they just tie up, like, everyone in the party. Meanwhile, my character is, comes comes to on the other carriage, which is being driven by some new NPC I've never met. Yeah, what's in this carriage if the rest of the party wasn't? Just our shit. Okay. Water, mostly. And I turn to the, my character as the kid. Stop the carriage. Uh, sorry, I'm actually employed by the miss, and the other carriage pulls out sword. How about now? <laughs> He's like, you're really going to threaten this 16-year-old kid? I want the carriage to stop, Robert. <laughs> Let so me make I, this clear. You're going yeah, to you, stop. You're going to stop, or I'm going to just start taking limbs off of you. You don't have AC. Um. I don't need you to have two feet to drive the carriage. I'm going to start cutting till I find the e-brake. <laughs> yeah. And so I threaten this kid. Meanwhile, the rest of the party proceeds to have an enti- pretty much an hour-long debaucherous to, uh, fight to the tune of No One Keel Hall's Gideon. And um, he wound up flying up in the air and throwing more smoke bombs down at them. <laughs> It was a true sight to behold. So we finally get to the city in the middle of the desert, and the city is basically one giant orgy. The description okay. was, remember remember the episode of Rick and Morty when they go into the teacher's brain and they yeah. go into, like, the kink universe? Okay. It's that. Like, okay. people are hanging from the ceiling. People are doing each other over tigers. People are having business disputes over, like, Whilst banging women or creatures, what have you, it is and a everyone's drunk. Display, if you will. Yes, and we're supposed to help out this one guy. Um, basically, one of the group members in the group made a pact with a uh, chaotic, or not chaotic, a lawful evil demon, okay. and part of the contract he had to fulfill is we need to get this other guy into power. Um, we have to have him win um, 
a position as a judge and his other friend win position as constable. And at first, the GM was like, okay, I'll present them with this problem. They'll probably just murder some people and be on their way. Murder is an easy solution to this. And immediately we go, so how is the government? Uh, we started asking questions about the government I don't think he was prepared for. So we're like, so how is this election actually held? Is there a ballot box or anything? He's like, um, uh, um, there's a, a, a con- there's a talent contest. There's a talent contest. Yeah. Yes. So what's this guy's act? He's, um, uh... He's a ventriloquist. And there's just like this group like, are you fucking kidding me across the table? They're like, yeah, but but he tells really good jokes and stuff. And they're like, oh, God. So so what do you do? Oh, I stack cups. No fucking way. I so currently live in a country that we decide our leader <laughs> based on a talent competition. So currently the our... Um, our D and D party's main objective has shifted from murder-based espionage to rigging a talent show. You guys really have some low—I don't know—like ambition for yourself as a group. Like we could be <laughs> kings, or we could ruin this high school event. Oh, immediately! How do we win the talent contest for ourselves? Entered the table. Um, one of the members wanted to, is like, okay, so I'm going to put myself in charge. Wait, that wasn't in the plan. Yeah, but it's the plan now. No, no, no. I'm supposed to be the leader. I'm the NPC. I'm supposed to lead this place. No, no, no. But I could be in charge and you could be my like shadow person and I'll just do whatever you ask. Well, why don't I just be in charge? Then? Yeah, but I want to be in charge because I want to win the talent show. I'm way more talented than you. Yeah. <laughs> These are my people. You stack cups. You suck. <laughs> Was basically I would love what if presidential out. debates were like replaced with feats of skill or something where it's like yep. I want the like the Seinfeld fucking like the Festivus feat, great feats of strength like presidential candidates have to like read things from really far away without their glasses on or something <laughs> like, I'd truly be totally stupid down with shit. that like you must be able to land a 12 hit combo in Tekken to become president <laughs> yeah. it, what was it some watery tar lobs a scimitar off at you. That's no system or ba- that's no grounds for a system of government. Or scimitar catching. That's a skill a president Scimitar catching. Have. There we go. If you <laughs> can't catch women. a scimitar, how are you expected to lead a country? Yep. Just um, some dude who's like, I am the scimitar thrower. Ex- <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, that was fucking great. Um. Lots of beer was had, lots of pizza was had, and lots of fucking snow was had. Oh, yeah, you guys um, got hit with snow. Yep, we got snow. Um, more of it. They actually got, like... So I learned a new word from one of my coworkers. It's called uh, Fenderbergs. Okay. Which, are the, which is the ice that accumulates up in your fender. I like that mm. one. Yeah. And uh, my car got one that was so bad, it was, like, rubbing my tire the entire way. And it oh. fucking froze, so I'm out there with, like, my uh, ice scraper, like, trying to fucking, like, chisel it out of my fucking <laughs> wheel well. That was, that sucked. Yeah, it's um, been raining a bunch in L.A., so it also sucks here weather-wise. Yep. Oh, I yeah. know your plight, Jeff. It's so yep. hard. You have your car freezing. It's been just kind of damp here consistently. <laughs> I've Same continued thing. sending my friend from South... Uh, from Southern California, pictures of single-digit weather in Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> or, sorry, New Hampshire. <laughs> Same um, difference at that point. You're both fucked weather-wise. Yep. 
Let's see, then the next day, some fr- or the same friends kind of came over and we played a bunch of Magic the Gathering and had some big multiplayer games, and those were fun. Um, outside of that, I've actually been watching a lot of Futurama because I didn't talk about much, but there was a couple little touch-up things I wanted to do on the guitar, which involved, like, sanding and painting, and I'm pretty damn done with the thing at this point. And um, just Futurama was something great to have in the background yeah. and listen to while I was doing that. Mm. And listening to, like, 90s topical humor is pretty awesome. The scary like, thing hilarious. is we've looped around, and a bunch of that stuff is relevant again in, like, a oh, how the yeah. fuck is this possible kind of way. Oh, yeah. They just went to, or where I'm at, not to ever make political jokes because I hate that shit, but uh, they just went to the Trump trapezoid at, um, uh, what's it called, the place in uh, or the Atlantic City. In the show, and I was like, hey, full oh, circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Atlantic City's the one. It's the big uh, casino y place. Oh, um, Mars. <laughs> uh, sure. Um, so, did that, watched a bunch of that, and outside of that, I've got Magic the Gathering news, but I'm, I put that on the docket, so I'm going to save that for the news news. Fair enough. Well, so unless we got anything else we want to bring up, that's what we've been up to. We can move on to news. Some of this stuff will burn through pretty quickly. Some of this stuff we'll dig into. You guys ready? Always. Sure. Uh, yeah, actually. No, wait. Hold that thought. Let me think. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Possibly. No. Wait. Yes. No. Maybe. Okay. Yes. Yeah. News. Um. So I guess we'll start off with a quick one. Mass Effect Andromeda will not have a season pass. Two people on this podcast don't care about that, but I think it's a woo moment. There's that's kind of interesting having a game come out without a season pass. That's uh, kind it's of... not that unusual. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah. I'm not saying that it means that they're not going to plan ahead. Um, what's it called? They're not going to do planned DLCs or something like that. Yeah, they're just not selling but, it as a season pass. But yeah, not selling it as a season pass is kind of refreshing. I think maybe people learned a lesson from the train wreck that was the division where they're like, um, we actually have to push the game back. We're pushing the DLC back. Why? Um, the game's kind of fucked. Shit, no worky. Yeah. Uh, Alex, yeah. I'm not sure if you mentioned this at the podcast or as part of the preamble, but um, Injustice 2 officially comes out May 16th. Mm-hmm. And my heart is conflicted because I like the Injustice game. I just don't feel like getting fucked over like I did with Mortal Kombat X on PC. So they can probably suck it. We'll see. I don't like... So that's the thing. I really like the new Mortal Kombat games. The Injustice Mm. stuff, there was something about them. Like the characters felt heavy or something that I just Mm. never... I'm like, I'm not the hardest core fighting game fan, but something about that game was like, nah, I really don't like the movement or the combo system or something about this game. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. Like, it's definitely like a different feel for a game, like for a fighting game. It feels totally different from like Street Fighter or KOF. Yeah, you know. But um, I like it. Like, I mean, I, I I played the original Mortal Kombat back in the day. You know, with the old Genesis three button controller where you put in the blood code to get the really gory Mortal yep. Kombat finishers and all that stuff. But like. Yeah, I was really hyped when I announced that it was going to be on PC. I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Jumped on. 
And then like, well, we're going to do Mortal Kombat XL, and sorry, PC, but we're, we're cutting off your support. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So they just brought back support for it, but I'm like, no, the damage is done, dude. Like, I'm, I'm salty. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. I might end up caving and getting it if it's on sale, but other than that, probably won't. Well, speaking of salt, the um, the second Pokemon Sun and Moon global mission has also failed. Woo. Wait, maybe, salt? Maybe it's time that Nintendo stopped doing these or... I, scaled back their their expectations. Yeah, like I, again, I think I said this last time. This failed, but I don't think Sun and Moon are as good as X and Y are. So like mm. I did, I barely finished my copy of Sun, and I'm like, nope, I'm I'm done with Pokemon after X and Y. I'm like, fucking yeah, let's keep this party going. I'm gonna train some fuckers up, make a good fight team, take it online. End of Sun. I'm just like, man, fuck this. I am mm. out. But. Yeah, it's. I, I think that game sold really well. I'm pretty sure Nintendo has some overestimated expectations and ideas of how well that game kind of stayed, which mm. is unfortunate. Because, yeah, I, I hope they can do something cool for the Switch, because they've said they're doing something for it. Yeah. But moving on from that, China claim or China has blocked Pokemon Go in China because it is too dangerous. Hmm. They are to say I don't understand. Yes, so they're afraid it will open up people's phones and accounts to invasion and hacking and kind of people stealing information from them, which is fair but also nuts, mm-hmm. and also, like, if you take a step back and think about it, people are not responsible with that game. Like, think of the number of car crashes and all that stuff we've had happen, and then take that and apply it to a country like China that already Ooh. has crazy shit happen to it in a much higher population density. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Not much more to say on that unless you guys have something crazy to say, but I thought that was kind of nuts that it's like nope this game is too dangerous for our country not allowing it hmm. moving on from that Scalebound is officially cancelled I did see something about this yeah I'm not sure I'm surprised but I'm always sad whenever a platinum game gets cancelled doesn't come to light but so for those curious when you say this... platinum do you mean AAA or platinum the studio studio aww yeah, the, the Bayonetta guys. It, it, it is a game where you played as a main character and you had a bro dragon that you did shit with. And as much as I love Platinum, no video they ever showed for this game ever came together for me. So it's like, I'm not surprised this game had problems. Why? It always looked like it had problems. Mm. But Microsoft has officially pulled the plug. It was going to be an Xbox One exclusive. So if you take a step back and think about it, that and leaves. I don't think so, actually. Really? I don't know. Huh. Uh, well, but it doesn't it, matter now. Yeah. It's a it's a landfill exclusive. But so, if you take a step back, try and think up any first part or exclusive Xbox One games coming out this year. Now, I thought there weren't, and that was the point. Yeah. There's not much coming. 
or nothing really officially announced, so, yeah. Well, maybe they were trying to avoid the, uh, the No Man's Sky incident, because you said there were a lot of bugs or just didn't look really great, I, and they don't want to get No Man's Skyed. Platinum makes a polished game. Whether that game is good is always a separate topic. Ah. Like, I, it's, they've had some swing and misses. Like, they made that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. That is a bad game. The game itself is fine, functionally, but, like, mechanic-wise and what you do in that game, it sucks. But that's neither here nor mm-hmm. there. Um, uh. Yeah. Moving on from that, though, uh, Steam has reached 14 million concurrent users for the first time ever. That's big news, I guess. Mm-hmm. That means absolutely nothing, especially when compared to the fact that Steam's sales didn't grow since 2015. Mm. Uh, basically, the idea being that the same number of people essentially bought the same number of games, but they're not buying more. And if they have, and if they have an increased population, they should be buying more stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just thought that was that kind of interesting weird. little detail. Speaking of Steam, they've also added Xbox One and Xbox 360 controller support, so you can actually customize it and stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Now for the more fun stuff. Oh, and I guess the last kind of fluffy one we got is Job Simulator, another kind of indie title. This one, a VR one, has passed 3 million sales in less than a year as well, so... I like mentioning those whenever they pop up because they make me happy. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what do you guys want to start with? Counter Strike bullshit, uh, the Switch leaks, or what else is on the list? Um, or some of the other stuff like the new streaming company merger. Well, let Alex decide. Let's go with the leaks. Okay, so first off, um, we got some Nintendo leaks. We got a price. Leak, which comes at it roughly 245 bucks. That's mm-hmm. about that's what I've been it. expecting. Yes, so that's the thing. I'm not sure you can sell it for more than that. Mm. Damn, I wasn't looking at that thing until I heard that. Yeah, so it's it's that's going all, after the right. market that is the DS, because that thing initially cost like 250 bucks, And mm-hmm. at that price, it's like, hey, fucking why not? It may come out March 17th. These are just leaks. We're kind of rumor milling on this one from a very reliable rumor mill, unfortunately. Or fortunately, Ah. I guess. Mm -hmm. And it's rumored to be getting stuff like its own version of Pokemon Sun and Moon, a 3D Mario, and it's... uh, We've seen the video footage already. It's getting a Skyrim. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that. Um, They did also, since we're talking about the leak stuff, they also mentioned that, uh, I guess... Nintendo also recently re-registered a trademark for one of their old games. Yeah, Eternal Darkness. Yeah. So, might be a release title. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, and we are, uh, unfortunately, recording this the day before the Nintendo press conference. So, next week, we will have more information on this. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, I will say, though, did you guys see... I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was this poster that went out. I guess it was the Spain division of Nintendo. Put out this like the ne- the evolution of 
computer starts now or whatever. And it's a throwback to the old Nintendo uh, ad they used back in the, I want to say the early 90s. I saw that. I I thought it was kind of cool. I That's like the um, PlayStation 4's like 20 years of PlayStation thing from a couple years back or uh-huh. whatever it was. I, It's neat, but as someone who's like, yeah, I also remember the Wii, and you burned all your goodwill on that one, Nintendo. It's like, ah, oh, it's it's like it's it's thing. I'm like, no, no, you have no nostalgic love for from me. You yeah. burned that already. But yeah, then again, your heart is cold of nostalgia. So y- yes, my co- my heart is <laughs> d- dead and dark and cold. But still, it's like I it's like I would like to buy a Switch. I I bought a Wii U. Have like I don't think either of you two own a Wii U, do you? God no, I do own a Wii I- though. I but do that's because they give them away for free with a stick of gum. Yeah. It's an expensive I... stick of gum, but... <laughs> no, and like, for reference, we're on track for there not to be a single original Zelda for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, on track sounds a little bit too, like... It sounds too much like that might not be the case. <laughs> well, so, like, I, I get the impression that no matter what happens, the new one, like, um... What's it called, uh... What's the new Zelda called? I'm blanking on the name. Breath of the Wild. Breath of Wind. Yeah, that one will come out for the Wii U, but it will also come out for the Switch, which means the better versions on the Switch because that's a better console all around. Yeah. Yep. Which means we will have gone an entire console generation without a designated Zelda for a console for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Which means the only reason I bought my Wii U was for a Smash Four simulator. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it for Bayonetta and Splatoon, that means. Mm. Like I said, yeah. they have no goodwill left from me. Mm-hmm. You know, I might be time to jump on the fucking Nintendo bandwagon. Yeah, like, when our entire, like, as many jokes as we've made about how like I am constantly going, fuck Nintendo, I didn't arrive at this point because I was like, man, like I wish Nintendo was better. It's like, no, no, you have successfully fucked me at every turn, Nintendo. I bought a Wii U for Bayonetta 2 and other stuff. Other stuff was Mario Kart and Splatoon and nothing else. Yeah. Where do I sign up? You're on the Wicked Awesome cast. The the official subtitle of the Wicked Awesome cast is maybe and fuck Nintendo a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, but enough about that. Like I like I said, we will know more officially next week when the podcast happens. I suspect it will be our main topic. That there's a even chance it will be fuck Nintendo the Redux, but we'll see. It could be a really good press conference from them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's probably enough on that. Um you guys want to talk about lawsuits or lawsuits or lawsuits? Hmm. Civil I'm suits. Gonna, uh, yeah. Because uh, we haven't shit on the Oculus Rift recently. Um, oh, God. So remember a long time ago, like predating the podcast, ZeniMax filed um, some legal papers claiming the Oculus VR owed them a shit ton of money because of, um, like, John Carmack's involvement and stuff like that. Mm. So that got filed in 2014 for $2 billion. 
it started. Only? It only? It's actually happening. Like, it it didn't get thrown out of court. It didn't get sold outside of court. It's actually happening. Which is crazy to think about. Wait, say that again, my good ear? So, a, a lawsuit that has that got filed in 2014 began on... Oh, God, what day was this source? It began, like, Tuesday of the week we're recording this, or, like, Monday. Yep, they can take that long. <laughs> yeah, like, but it's still... It's one of these things where it's like, this is such a... In theory, this should be a garbage thrown out of court lawsuit where it's like, hey, John Carmack used to work for us, and now he works for you, and we loaned him to you at one point, but yada, yada, yada. Uh, it's... I think the fact it's actually going to court means they might win. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which would be crazy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's all there is on it right now. But yeah, that that didn't just go away. It's still out there, and apparently, it's very real. But speaking of fuck tons of money, uh, what do you guys think of the hacker that leaked uh, 1.5 million profiles? Because he couldn't hold them for ransom for $100,000. What kind of profiles were they? Say problematic because profiles wind up being like, I've known people that like, there was some website that had a similar thing that like they lost profiles and then people use that information online to log into other stuff that they shared their account or that had shared account login information. So they were able to get into like their email and stuff because yes. they had access to at least portions of the puzzle. So the that's ESC- just not so the cool. ESEA, which I guess is some popular community site thing for Counter-Strike in the esports world, got hacked. And 503,770 500, accounts got compromised as part of this. And... The hacker came back and said, hey, give me money or I leak this shit. And Ooh. apparently they didn't pay him. Yep. As of January 8th, they, they were not paid, so leaking it went. It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> I... That's no bueno. So glad I don't have a gambling addiction or a Counter-Strike addiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once again, Counter-Strike, making the news in not the best way. Like, it's it's real tragic this happened. Yeah. Uh, th- that's just nuts, though, too, where it's like, how bad does your security have to be? Maybe it's once you're in, you're in kind of thing. But, like, that might be an entire website's population, potentially. Like, Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's small numbers. Maybe they're... Uh... I don't know. There's been a bunch of leaks everywhere recently. Like you heard about the Yahoo one not too long ago. Nah, I, I didn't pay attention to that one. So Yahoo apparently, got hacked, yeah, yeah. So Yahoo got a bunch of accounts hacked in 2000. I want to say it was fucking. Let's see, 2014. Like millions of accounts got hacked, and. Uh, they didn't. They kept it quiet. They knew. They didn't say shit until maybe like a couple months ago, where they're like, "Hey, just an FYI, a couple million accounts got hacked in uh, 2014. So change your password." Like that was what they offered for a resolution. But 
Yeah, I don't think they asked yeah. for. A, I don't think they asked for a ransom either. So maybe they're just like they didn't want to really. Because here's the thing, like just in IT security and all that stuff, there's no guarantee that even if you pay the ransom, you're not, they're not going to get leaked out anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it, you hear about it all the time. Like I don't know if you've seen they have this thing now ransomware. Yeah, where, like the computer will take itself hostage and encrypt the files and say we'll unlock it if you pay this much money. But there's no guarantee that it's going to happen. So maybe I guess that's why they went with the well, you know, here's, we're not going to pay you a hundred thousand dollars. Fuck that shit. So they, they they went with that, and I don't think it's getting you know, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as bad. But we'll see. Yeah. All right, so our last one, unfortunately, is also kind of about Counter-Strike, or CSGO as it's more commonly known. Uh, it's, um, it's either of you follow CSGO, because I'm kind of having a hard time following this one a little bit. But so the bullet point is that the PEA, the Professional Esports Association, was going to do a thing, and then all of its competitors voted to not do a thing. Hmm. They mention why or what's going on with that? It's kind of vague in the way esports always is, where it like some of the some of the team organizations seem kind of shady as part of it, and then on top of it, it was like yeah, the organization itself made some weird decisions, and mm-hmm. the integrity of the ownership didn't quite totally come through. So it's not really clear what the hell was going on to me, at least. And I was hoping one of you two followed this a little bit more. I, I, I guess the PEA was to found on the idea of a little more, kind of the idea of more money going to the competitors and less to sponsors and team owners and stuff. So, mm. I, I don't know. It's, mm. But yeah, basically an entire league got formed, and then all of the teams in it were like, no, actually, we're all out. Well, I mean, it, it's... Uh, is it? Are they striking for some reason? They're they're competing in a competing league. They're all just out. Like they're they're dropping any involvement in the league. And it's any the teams that are reason? saying they're severing the yeah. Not the uh, league is cutting all the teams. No, the teams are leaving. Hmm. Uh, There's a lot of weird at the top stuff that can start causing some of this kind of weirdness because, like, right now in sports. Um, or in esports, kind of longevity is becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there's various, like, I've talked about how Riot has tried to drive wedges between themselves and others because there's certain people that are like, okay, if you're going to be a permanent resident of this league, we want you to be a half-decent human being and we'll force people out if we need to. Yeah. And some of these larger backing organizations that are starting to come in are, you know, professional sports teams and other like big kind of crazy organizations so there could be a scenario where this league is trying to control the people that they're going to ultimately wind up with like in the team owners that they want to associate themselves with and they're not liking what they're finding or one team or they could be trying to bully one team and the other teams are going that could be me next and they're saying i'm getting out while the game's good there's a lot of weird shit that could accelerate that additionally you're pointing out all the collusion could be going on it could be okay we're gonna have this league but uh we established the league on credit and there is no prize pool so we're gambling on you so team blank you're winning the whole thing 
and we're putting it all on you. There could be a million horrible things associated with this. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, there's some other crazy stuff like the contracts a bunch of the players signed into. Uh, kind of actually may, if, they, if they'd been choosing to enforce them, would have prevented them from doing what they did. Like, basically, a bunch of them chose, instead of competing in PEA, to go over to the ESL Pro League, which I'm assuming is some already established Competitor, one. yeah. Yeah. And a part of the contract basically yeah, that's said... that's not abnormal. No, but part of the contracts they all signed could have been action to, prov- to essentially forbid them legally from doing that. Mm-hmm. And I guess part of this was kind of like... um. Yeah, you guys signed these contracts. Maybe you should have actually read the fine print a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of players have gotten screwed on fine print things yes. throughout the years. Hey, actually, I, I'm for one, if that's the case, then I'm glad they're taking a stand and not buying into it because, I mean, if you have, like, pretty much the whole fucking league drop out, that's going to hit, you know, that organization a lot bigger. Then, like, yeah. one or two teams quit on, like, a moral stand. The other ones are like, well, I got to get paid. It's uh, it's like the, uh, what do you call it? And it's so odd that I know this fucking reference. Uh, Friends. You know the cast members, they're one of the ones responsible for making it that, like, everyone got paid equally across the board. Yeah. So on that show, all the, like, all the stars, they all got paid the same amount. And I guess they try to pay the chicken place Phoebe low. And the entire cast was like, now either you pay her the same as everyone else or we walk. So, yeah, I mean, it's good that they're doing that for esports because they don't, I mean, it's a fertile, you know, it's fertile ground, so to speak, with really starting to become more professional and more Not out sure. there and all that. So, yeah, no, I'm glad they're, like, taking this at this level. Like, no, we just we weren't happy with the contracts, this and that. We're just going to go ahead and leave. So, yeah. No, a valid place to be, if you will, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, nah, but uh, it's, I guess, our last kind of news item before I turn this over to Jeff for our Magic of the Gathering news is um, <laughs> Twitch competitors Azubu. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Azubu. Azubu. Yep. And Hitbox. TV. Yep. Yeah. And Hitbox have merged. Or more accurately, Azubu bought Hitbox, and they're mm. trying to build it up into a new esports kind of streaming platform to compete with Twitch. What's Hitbox? Another Hitbox. streaming service. Yeah, there's there's so, a quite a few streaming services out there. Like, so Hitbox was like Twitch, but they allowed more like adult content in a way. Like, they they wouldn't like oh ban if someone like happened to like twerk or something because there I don't know if you remember there was a while where like Twitch was shutting down streamers who were twerking on shit, screen yeah. also. Yeah, so Hitbox was kind of like no, we're good. Like, Come it, over it's here. okay. Yeah. That was their, like, attraction. And they had a couple of people they were sponsoring, but yeah. it never gained anywhere near as much traction as uh, as Twitch. And so uh, you're looking at, I mean, hell, if they merged, yeah, but I don't see it going much further considering now you've got, uh, you know, Amazon competing. Well, Amazon is involved with Twitch. you got YouTube competing as well. So, it, yeah, they're, they're kind of like the, the third-party slash underdogs in this fight right now yeah what's it's... weird about it is um if you want to go make a twitch account well you already have one and start mm. streaming tomorrow and try and become a professional twitch streamer you can do it if you want to be an azubu streamer pretty much all the azubu streams are sponsored professional esports players huh. you don't it's not just random people they're all people on teams a lot of them are sponsored teams and they're huge in korea 
And what's weird about this is Hitbox is not an industry, or at least the way you're describing, that can be fueled by sponsored content. It needs community-driven, I would think. Kind of like the twerkers on Twitch weren't, you know, people who were brought to you by Twitch and Pringles is Casey to the stage. It was, you know... These people found a way to make Twitch lucrative for them and probably them. were just another person who just signed up for a Twitch account. Whereas the Azubu ones, I'm assuming, are assigned. So it's mm-hmm. kind of weird that they're trying to, or that Azubu has purchased that. It's kind of weird what they're going to do with it. Maybe they might make some kind of like Azubu light or something like that. That's like for non professional streaming, go to our secondary source for pro streaming, stay with. Azubu.tv. I think okay. I was actually capable of making an Azubu for something Wicked Studios. Yeah, you probably couldn't stream for, it, and if you do, you they will not like. You won't be findable. No, I know. I I think it's one of the ones I grabbed at one point yeah. in time. I know we have a hitbox one because I made one out of boredom, but I yeah, I think what you're saying tracks though, where it was very much a like, hey, what type of audience can you bring in? Yeah. None guaranteed. Yeah, because, like, if I go to Azubu right now and pick on League of Legends, um, huh, that is definitely a hot chick who I do not recognize as a pro player. (laughs) All right. Told you. But a lot of it, or I guess no one's on right now. Usually it's all, like, KT Rolster players and SK Telecom and whoever they've picked up. I think Jinair. Sure. Oh, maybe they're expanding. Maybe Azuba's been making plays while I wasn't paying attention. It's possible that because Hitbox has the more casual approach, they have a larger community already. It's possible. That would make sense, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Yeah. No, oh, yeah. No, I don't know. Yep. The world is crazy. Yeah. It's interesting to see what the um, the streaming websites definitely have money, and they're definitely swinging it around, and the things that they're purchasing is interesting. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's going it's to be a tough battle, considering Twitch is already so big, and they've got Amazon backing them up now, and then you've got YouTube competing. So, yeah. I mean, I wish them the luck, like best of luck to them, but... It's a fucking uphill climb right well, now so, for those guys. Well, the thing as just... well is that, like, Azubu isn't big in the United States. It's big in Korea. Ah. Or no, as you're saying, Charlie, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you uh, off. No, no issues. You, you two are kind of actually touching on a weird thing, which is, at least from a gaming standpoint, which is the side we three, in theory, care about Twitch and YouTube and all this stuff from, like, the saturation level has never been higher for gaming stuff on YouTube, and Twitch is just gaming. Like, it's... There's going to be something new next, and I'm not sure what that's going to be at this point because it's going to be something even stranger than what we currently have. I think, uh, which could be real weird. I mean, it's probably Twitch is probably going to try and move towards being like an all-rounded platform with its own content, like yeah, like Twitch-run TV shows and Twitch rent movies through Twitch and basically any type of. Video-based media you can consume. Twitch is going to want to have. So I am waiting for Twitch to kind of get fully consumed by Amazon. Like you're, you're right. Like I think it's we're moving towards this kind of cable cutting future where you have digital channels. Like on one hand, part of me wonders if like Twitch becomes a TV channel 
in some screwed up kind of weird way. And the way it works is we'll like, hey, if you have X number of viewers at any given time, like we'll guarantee you an hour at random or something like that, which I I don't know if that'd be a successful thing or not. But I think it's like we're, we're on the threshold for another weird evolution in how gaming culture is delivered. And I don't know what that is next. Yeah, and I, I am curious. I think we're going to be able to track it a little bit based on the one thing that I'm that where I think we're seeing with these streaming websites is they're not very good at doing what they want on their own. So their purchase history kind of tends to give at least some idea of what yeah. they're thinking. Yeah, Whereas Google know. just goes into their back room and comes out with the newest thing. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't always work the best, but because it's already an established platform, and what are you going to do, stop using Google kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That. It could be interesting. So, Magic the Gathering, Jeff. Go. So, they have done the most recent banning. In Standard, they banned Emrakul, Reflector Mage, and... Uh, Smuggler's Copter. Why I is this important? I to call it its nickname, Looter Scooter. What'd you say? Why is this important? I will say this is important for the standard format because it's just getting... I don't know why Emrakul had to go. Reflector Mage is just kind of abusive. It's just a, re- it's just a really good removal spell on a stick. And then um, Smuggler's Copter's price was just going out of control because it just it was a card that literally every deck could play and it was good. So it was just like you need four of this to just play and just just to walk in the store, and they were up to like fifteen bucks, and that was fucking crazy money for standard. Standard's supposed to be cheap, mm-hmm. and um, what I care more about is in modern they banned Gilgari Grave Troll, which was in dredge decks, which I do not understand how they work, and I do not play them, and I have not ran into it at a store. But what matters to me is they sure. banned Jataxian Probe, which was not the linchpin of storm which i play but it was absolutely one of the teeth in it and so basically the deck that i play imagine the gathering had one of its teeth yanked out um i don't know how i'm going to try and bend back the deck to keep it around because i don't want to get out of the particular deck i have i enjoy it way too much um and i'm looking at different things i can replace it with like peak and cathartic reunion and whatnot but one of the cards I play has been banned. Um, the logic they presented was it enables turn three combos for somebody, but I don't know which deck's getting a turn three combo out of Jataxian Probe. And, uh, or I'm sure if I thought hard enough, I could figure it out, but I just don't know offhand. And then, um, yeah. it was too good because it allowed you to look at your opponent's hand and draw a card for free or for the cost of two life. Sure. Um, and just that amount of knowledge early game was a little too oppressive. That no, makes sense. Yeah. At least if you're not going to pay for it. Because yeah. life is a Boolean figure. You either have it or you don't. <laughs> mm. so I've never heard that phrase like that before. Hmm. Yeah. But Do you play Magic? I used to. Um, when I was a kid, I really liked playing Magic, but it was weird trying to find somebody else to play with me. So, especially in high school, like I was ready to go. I was like, yeah. fuck yeah, I bought a nice starter pack. It's got, like, two setups we can do. It's great. And then uh, nobody would play. Everybody was stuck on Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, so I could never find a magic partner. So I retired the cards. 
So that's the beauty of getting to go to stores now as an adult, and you actually get to meet or and you meet people and whatnot. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. I just there were not a lot of shops around me that yeah. carried that kind of stuff. So yeah. All right. But yeah, I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be but... part of your world. No. Part of that world. Yeah, basically. Uh, so speaking of part <laughs> of that world, that brings our news segment to the end. And you may have noticed we were conspicuously lacking in CES coverage. Which means Jeff is going to put his feet up on his desk. Well, because that it's, this is our main topic. Main topic of the week. Uh, let's start off with the fact that I think CES has finally revealed itself to be completely irrelevant to the real world. Yeah, it seemed pretty lackluster this year. I used to hear it's a lot always of lackluster. No, nah, I used to hear more like crazy stuff in the previous years, but this year it just seemed really like. Mm. I mean, we'll get to the stuff that like actually got attention, but you know, it's just like that's the only thing I hear about. Yeah, nowadays. there wasn't even like a stupid big TV this year to make fun of it. It's yeah. like, yeah, we got these smart fridges and. And I guess we got some new TVs. Oh, look, one's got 90 inches across. No, we don't do that anymore. That'd be stupid. So I pulled a couple highlights of things that actually related to gaming that I thought were cool. And a surprising number of them were were gaming laptop related. I guess we'll start off with the most obvious one, I guess, which is... The um, Razer, what the hell is this thing even called? The Project Valkyrie? Valerie? Valerie? Valkyrie? V-A-L-E-R-I-E? Valerie? The three-screen laptop. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it's Valkyrie. I'm pretty sure it's Valkyrie. It doesn't have a yeah, K in the... it, so it can't be Cat I think it's just Valerie. Huh. Oh, yeah, Valerie. I don't know. What? But so for those who missed it, Razer made a laptop with three fucking screens to it. And? If you're having a hard time picturing it, take a laptop and then glue two screens on the side of the existing screens. It's a gnarly fucking setup, I have to say. It's cool, but at the same time, like, where are you going to use this train wreck? Exactly. Say if I was a professional musician and I could do dual, or I could take that with me and produce on dual monitors in hotel rooms, I totally would. That mm. said, none of this is coming true. I just like, get to use my boring dual monitors at home. Like you're gonna Do buy it. like three seats in a plane so you can be like shook, shook. Yes, this entire row is now <laughs> my workspace. Right? Nice. Are any of those monitors like? Are any of them like tablet or anything? I, it, it didn't go into details like that. L's, they uh, look like they're LCDs. just they're straight up LCDs. Yeah, it looked like. All right. Uh, the picture looks nice on it, uh, but the the thing Alex was alluding to, and in many ways the more important thing, is it got fucking stolen. I'd like to point huh. out two of those prototypes got stolen. Yeah, not just one. Nice. So yep. if, if you would like to get some 15 bits of fame, please contact Something Wicked Studios <laughs> and claim uh, that you own it. Nice. Yeah, we give us your personal review. Your, we, we will happily sing your criminal praises. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you got your hands on it. I, it's... I, I wasn't... <laughs> the idea of a three-screen laptop, it was like, this is dumb. 
And then I saw the other big gaming laptop news, which is the Acer Predator, the $9,000 20-pound laptop for gaming. <laughs> that, like, I... If you want a sense as to how ridiculous this thing is, the um, the CNET page for it has a picture of several people holding it, and it looks like they're carrying like a like a half a yoga mat or something. Like this thing is monstrous. <laughs> like there's a lady holding it in front of her, and all you can see are like her legs and her neck. The body yeah. is gone behind it. Oh my god. And don't get me That's wrong, glorious. the thing's the thing's damn powerful and kinda cool, but it it's got twenty one inch screen display with a twenty one to nine aspect ratio on a laptop. That's pretty cool. But one it also weighs twenty pounds. Laptop. Yeah. One part gaming laptop, one part workout equipment. Yeah. It requires two power supplies to run, has five system fans, has two NVIDIA uh, has two NVIDIA ten eighties. I it's a very impressive piece of technology that costs more and weighs more than a desktop. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Wait, I, you're right. I can carry them around my desktop for that weight. Yeah. <laughs> Was it powered by lead? I Acid I, batteries? I, don't, I know. don't know. I just love the pictures of this lady holding this thing because it's like she's holding the Ark of the Covenant or something. It's like the lid to a tomb or something. Because, like, if this thing was on the ground, this lady could step into it and fall straight down and never hit any part of her body. <clears throat> like, if it was a hole. Mm-hmm. It's not a laptop. It's a, a burden. <laughs> it's a burden. Yeah. Ironically, I... you need a beast of burden to carry the fucker around. Yeah! <laughs> Uh, it's so yeah that that's there's a decent chance this thing is so big the three screens on the razor one aren't as wide as this thing is yeah uh, it's i i can't stop looking at pictures of it i find it just so unbelievably fantastically dumb to look at sorry and, and for those who want to potentially put money down on this it's the acer predator 21x yep see this bitch uh, y- yeah. Jesus, it's it's a table. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a, a portable table. It's a port. It might be less <laughs> portable than a normal table because a normal table doesn't necessarily weigh twenty pounds. I like how it gives like the keyboard like starts halfway down the thing and then yeah. it's just like graphics is like yeah, there's just more stuff going on under here than you can actually like. Like fit practical amounts of uh, peripherals. Oh no, I'm calling mm-hmm. my shot this week. I am ninety percent sure pictures of this will be our thumbnail. So if you're confused, what we're talking calling your about, shot that you make, okay, go statement. look at the thumbnail for this. I might, I might be inspired by something else. Who knows? But yeah, like, this thing is just <laughs> ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. There's just a lot of pictures of people, like, using other laptops on top of this thing. And they look uh, tiny by comparison. Oh, they are. They barely take up a quarter of it. Yeah. Like, if a family of four could seek shelter below this thing in a thunderstorm. It's a friggin', like, self-defense mechanism. <laughs> it doubles as a bulletproof shield. You are correct. So what's with the, like, numpad removing... 
for a touchpad or something? That yeah, they're... that's what it seems to yeah. be. It, it's got some cool features going on, but it's still a $9,000 laptop that weighs fucking 20 pounds. And I, I knew a guy back in high school that had like an equally ridiculous laptop where it was like, why do you have a 20-inch wide laptop that like you strain every time you pick up? And this is the uh, ghost of that thing. I think it was a Toshiba or something like that. And oh, is it the old, uh, oh, what do they call them? The Toshiba, the, the ones that they use for like field assignments that are all rugged and shit? No, this was not that. This came out like a year or so before that, but it was ah. that big. Yeah, those are pretty fucking big. Yeah. I've, I've worked on a few of those, and they're pretty gnarly. Yeah, I... But, uh, yeah, we've, we've made fun of this thing's gargantuan size enough, I think. I think I broke Jeff. He's just staring at his screen in disbelief. <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to put a side-by-side -side of this thing in a desktop computer. Like, all of a desktop setup. <laughs> this is all of the desktop computers ever made. And this is a laptop. Note how the laptop is bigger than every desktop computer ever <laughs> assembled. Yeah. yeah, like it's, it's mean, great. It's like they thought of everything. It has a keyboard, and then it's got a space for me to fit my full bag of Cheetos. Yeah, it's just it's just a food shelf. All it's missing is a fucking cup holder. For nine thousand, that's probably what you remove the numpad for. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. If you want a real <laughs> weird laptop, this is probably the laptop for you. Because the razor one that gets... you need to stop from moving. Yeah. <laughs> Works as Sorry, an I keep anchor. interrupting you to be an asshole. No, I, that's kind of what this segment's for, because it's not a serious one this week. Yeah. I figure we just have fun with it. But so, um, moving on from that, though, to two slightly more serious ones that actually might be good ideas, if not a little bit strange. The, uh, the guys behind the Vive have unveiled a subscription service for apps and other stuff for the Vive. Okay. Which I think is about kind of damn time. Well, it's mm -hmm. it's like GameFly, right? Essentially, yeah. But it will also you... feature like video and other and other or not Oculus, but other VR media. So it's it's mm. more reason to potentially own a Vive because you can buy into the service that gives you well more reasons to own a Vive that you might not want to spend twenty dollars on, but twenty dollars a month for like five Vive videos, a couple games, and that's a bit more appealing, I guess, at that point for me. And there are services out there where it's like pay a subscription, we send you like videos of movie, or we send you like beach videos and stuff for VR headsets. Mm. So this doesn't seem like that big a departure from other options out there already. Pretend okay. like you're not at your shitty home. Yeah, so basically. And so... Galapagos, New Hampshire. I Exactly. <laughs> Be far away from the make snow. Make it not snow. Make it not snow. Jeff, why do you keep downloading Sweden? You could go somewhere... Because it's warmer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, as you're saying... <laughs> so the crazier one and the one I find cooler is the... Um, NVIDIA has unveiled a streaming service for PC and Mac. Basically, utilizing a server system or virtual machine kind of thing, they can stream games to you for a not-so-low fee, 
But this does, in theory, allow for, oh, say, a Apple computer to run a game that is not natively available for it, or kind of a la Netflix, you could stream Doom to a PC. Mm. I've been waiting for this moment. It is apparently here. It's happened a couple times before. Like, um, So other notable companies have done this are OnLive, Gaikai, and Shinra. The fact that you've heard of none of them is because this has never been a... Shinra's stealing all the Mako energy from the planet. Sure. But yeah, it's I caught ne- that reference. I got you. It, it's never <laughs> been an amazing service, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's. Well, co- if anyone's gonna pull it off, Nvidia's got the wherewithal, and also they're they're in bed with the hardware guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they could make that work. That also explains a lot of like, a lot of the features they've rolled out, like the 15 second rewind and shit. Mm-hmm. That they can do. So. Yeah. So, Good on Nvidia. Uh, I hope the price comes down because I think I honestly think that's the way of the future. It's twenty five bucks for twenty hours, which, Ugh. yeah, that's airport like fucking internet prices. Yeah, Fuck that that's <laughs> the cost on that. Fuck that noise. I'll pass on that. I thought you were gonna say twenty five bucks a month. I was like, no, nope. I play. I don't play much video games, but I play more than twenty hours a fucking month. Well, so and for reference, like they already have had a GeForce streaming thing in place, which was eight dollars a month to have access to a variety of streaming games. And the plan is to move this on to like Android powered devices, like the Shield and tablet and stuff like that. But mm. yeah, twenty five dollars for twenty hours. Yeesh. <laughs> Lol. No. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a hard pass on that one. Nah, I'm good. When the price comes down, yeah. we'll talk. The, is there a specific card set that it's available with, or is this upcoming cards? Or my research is did it just not, not card based at the all. Machine you're playing on, so I guess I'll read this little bur- blurb. Uh, words I speak them. Uh, the Surface will be <laughs> ramped next month when Windows and Mac uh, clients roll out. It will have an, interest, an interestingly hourly prices. Customers can register with the service and are either freely stream games from a remote PC equipped with a 1080 for four hours or eight hours on a 1060. No, it doesn't really seem to talk about that much. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. If it was something that was like a feature that they were trying to tie in with a new card set, it would make no, some sense No, I think to this me. is like a Netflix where they're handling all the stuff on their end. Okay. All the processing, so it's just a stream hitting your computer at that point. Okay. That Which, makes sense. We actually use a similar thing for work, but it's not quite so... Well, AI not paying for it, so it doesn't matter. But the idea is plausible. I just kind of... I, I'm curious what the latency might be for this. Like, it's... You ain't playing no Twitch game based on it. Yeah, it'll be interesting if they have a fight like League of Legends had years ago where it's move the servers out of California and put them in Ohio because I don't live near California. Mm. Yeah. Who knows? But I thought that, like, that in my mind is the biggest thing to come out of CES because it's it's a big deal. Mm. Yeah. Big like the $9,000 Acer laptop. But unlike the $9,000 Acer laptop, important Banana for dish. scale. Yeah. That's pretty big, but is it $9,000 laptop big? I... Yep. So, anyone else I've got anything else from bigger. CES? Hmm? Anyone else got anything else from CES or no? No, like I said, it was pretty lackluster from as far as news coming out of there this year. 
like I said, the only highlight for me was the uh, the laptop getting stolen, which is kind of shitty. But yeah, no, nah, mm-hmm. the, the the new Mass Effect footage came out. I mean, of it bodes which... well for the laptop. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it does and it doesn't because some it's like I want this, but not enough to pay for it. I will steal it though. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's a good sign Apple's going to do well when people start breaking into Apple stores. I think it just the means they iPhone. want the thing, like before anyone else can. Yeah. Like it's say also for the record, our so I guess I'm going to tell a short little story here. So I had a really shitty neighbor at one point at my previous apartment. I was afraid they were going to break into my apartment and steal stuff. So what I did is I left my laptop out on my kitchen table, and LoJack has a stolen laptop service. So I would be able to tell if my laptop ever went miss or if the person ever broke into my apartment, the first thing they would find is the laptop. And, you yeah. know, that's the first thing not nailed down. That would go quick. And the minute they turn it on, LoJack, or I give LoJack a call and they go, yeah, it's in the following location. The authorities have been notified. They... I'm pretty sure that Razor could go, I wonder what it's, what, who's offering a service that could, you know, help you find a laptop and contact the authorities if it gets stolen. Lojack? Never heard of it. <laughs> to be fair, who steals a demo piece, but at the same time, that's the thing you steal. For 20 bucks, I think they, <laughs> they should have put in the investment. Yeah, <laughs> it's... Maybe we'll hear more about the story of the stolen Razor computers, but... It'll, that said, it would be even funnier if it turns out, like, somebody from Asus or, like, um, HP stole it so that they prevent them from using it in their demo. That would be fantastic. It's like, it's ours now. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I used it. to work... I used to oh. work for a company that dealt with adhesives, and we would bring, like, things pretty much glued together to, like conventions and stuff and sales reps from like other like competing adhesive companies would like they'll try and like prove you wrong so they'll try their like like strong man pulling apart a, or tearing in half a telephone book your thing just to prove you wrong hey look it didn't hold out that much like dude you might need to see a doctor that vein on your forehead doesn't look so good <laughs> like <laughs> this is hans he's in our yeah. sales department isn't that the world's strongest man who has bear claws for hands? No, he's in sales. Uh, yeah. Isn't that a Bengal tiger? <sighs> People are too scared not to buy from him. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, so back to gaming for a second, though. Do we think CES has just be kind of become a joke of what it once was? I don't know what it once was, so pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm guessing they just had a bad year as far as not having crazy stuff because I used to always hear about all the TVs and crazy shit they do. So this year was kind of lackluster. So sure. I'm going to give them a pass for now, but I'd like to see what they come out with next year. We'll check in with them I'm next year. I'm amazed not to hear more VR stuff. Like, that's the up and coming thing. I'm Actually, yeah, I'm with you coming. on that one. There should have been more. Like, yeah. Yes, there was the vibe thing. Like, I can't sit here and say that nothing VR happened, but. The fact no one's trying to, like, push some new interface for, like, hey, this works really well with VR, or here, pimp my living room so that you can, you know, live in the new VR environment yeah. of the universe. Nah, IBM or Intel, which did something, but it was kind of like, yup, this is a thing that's known you could do. Nice job doing it on a big scale, but yeah, no real big things came out of it. I'm surprised there wasn't more on actually the wireless vibe setup. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're planning their own convention or something. Blackjack, Blackjack and hookers. And hookers. Well, yeah. Well, so there is a um, VR co- festival conference, whatever you want to call it, that happens out here in LA. So maybe they're preparing for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. True. Yeah. We'll know soon. Yeah. Don't know. Hmm. Well, so we have no emails this week from anyone to read, but if they Aww. wanted to get in contact with us, Jeff. How would someone get in contact with the Wicked Awesome cast? Um, they'd knock on your door, and then when you don't answer, they'll knock again. And then when you continue to not answer, they'll knock again and go, we know you're in there, fucker. You haven't paid your rent in ten minutes. It, and then... If they wanted to use a computer to contact the Wicked Awesome cast and not risk coming to face-to-face with my many floor knives. How would um, they contact us, Jeff? What is it? Uh, WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com? That's correct. WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com. I became increasingly unconfident in my answer the minute I thought yeah. of it. I noticed. That was a Shit. weird twist. WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com? <laughs> But yes, I mean, friend, alternatively, if they want to contact you through a computer, first they need to get your IP address, then they need a remote into your Stop control, giving them ideas, computer, Jeff! Open up a notepad that just says, hello world, and then proceed to wait. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> this, is all, this is all based and caused yeah. by the 4chan hacker known as Anonymous. <laughs> to say, next you need to find unicorn tears, and next thing you know you'll have made Doritos. But yes, if you wish to get in contact <laughs> with us, tell us we suck, uh, got some questions for us, want us to clarify something, disagree with us strongly, and wish to have your opinion said, or whatever. Just want to say hi. I don't know. Say hi to Alex. Yeah. He, needs, he needs emails. There isn't any addressing him personally yet. This is true. Oh, he that's right. Not, he's not been addressed personally via an email yet, so. Yeah. yeah. No one knows an interesting thing about him or, like, wants to call him out yet. <laughs> You Please, wrong, Alex. Alex, what is your opinions on L.A.? L.A. is all right, but it's overhyped. He's born here, and he Say, has that damn stance. It. I was Say, born here. Like, Damn it. We can't have someone write in to be like, why do you hate L.A. so much, Alex? <laughs> you weren't born there. Yeah, I was born here. Like, I'm like, eh. I was telling Charlie, like, I was looking for work up in Oregon. wanted to move up to the Northwest. So... But, I mean, LA's nice. Don't get me wrong. My family's here, which is cool and all, but... <laughs> now cool. the internet knows that. How do you feel about this? What? <laughs> my family lives in LA? Yes, that can be, u- or that can be used as, a, uh, as leverage to make you make content. <laughs> Who you would ever family do, to use find that? Out about I'll, this- I'll tell you what. In LA, good luck narrowing down one Mexican. <laughs> Would you like to explain your heritage so that joke doesn't just look like it's hitting a wall? Oh, well, if it didn't, if it wasn't obvious. So we live in Los Angeles, which is Spanish for city that's full of people that speak Spanish, as I understand it. You know you can say Mexican. I'm Mexican. I'm right here. Okay. I was getting to that. And we're in a state I'll give you... called California that's right next to the Mexican border. And over time, back before 
California was even a thing, the Mexican people chose to emigrate north to favorable farming communities and other stuff and have chosen to settle here over many centuries of time and stuff. So there is a large and vibrant Hispanic, but primarily Mexican population in L.A. Yep. There you go. So on that bombshell. <laughs> History. Sick. There you go. But yeah, we're the Wicked Awesome Cast. Get in contact with us or whatever. We'll be back next week. We are the official podcast of Something Wicked Studios, which the week this podcast goes up, we'll start putting videos up again. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, assuming nothing terrible happens between now and then again. I promise nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff is really the bottleneck keeping content off the channel. I try oh, to upload yeah, something. Me. He's like, no, delete it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. I demand the best from Charlie. Yes. Uh, I'm not even in that video. Why does it suck so much? Yeah. I, I, I don't know, Jeff. Yeah. Why do you care? Yeah. Why are you <laughs> uploading videos that you made on the computer you need them downloaded to? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, stop deleting the YouTube videos we post. They're not good enough. Put them back in the machine. <laughs> needs more metal yes play blue play blue Rudal legend again that's impossible and you know it <laughs> i hate copyright law <laughs> yeah a crash course in copyright on youtube so i've muted the game yeah, yeah. we'll just make our own sound effects just oh, you God. sit there going don't give metal song metal song we're driving in a car song by motorhead song by motorhead we should do this now we should we should create like an actual thing now like yes Brutal legend via spoken word slam poetry. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Yeah, with that, uh, who wants to take us out this week? You, you want to go for another shot, Alex? You're you're uh, over one Alex right is now. Go again. You know what? I'm gonna go again. All right. All right. Are you guys ready? You ready, yep. boys? Ready. All right. Cue the metal. All right.